When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met fellow adventurers, back in pack row. Now previously, we unlocked the pathway way to the lower city. Let's go there. It's in the Hall of Lords. The Hall of Lords is a grand stone structure overlooking a wide quadrangle in pack eastern district. The ancient building, which easily dwarfs those that flank it, has long served as the place from which the city's chancellor and a council of magistrates govern the mighty seaboard. The lower level of the hall features a grand gallery that contains nearly 100 statues. The sculptures depict the many prominent personages that have played a role in shaping the city's destiny over the many centuries that have passed since, since the seaboard was founded. Investigate the gallery. The statue gallery on the lower level of the Hall of Lords is indeed a sight to behold. Nearly 100 statues, each of them obviously the work of a master craftsman, fill the broad gallery in neat, symmetrical rows. Much to a surprise, no one else is there. A wide path marked by tiles of polished granite leads down through the centre of the statues stops only a few yards short of the south wall. Set into the middle of the wall is a massive slab of engraved stone inlaid with intricate, intricate design fashioned entirely out of iron. Your eyes quickly fall upon the, upon the broad circular outline of a door set into the middle of the slab. A close examination Close examination reveals numerous symbols of warning etched onto the bands of iron that frame the ancient stone portal. It's the warded door that has long ago sealed off the ancient ruins over which Pakura was long ago built. A small latch, cleverly disconcealed at the edge of one of the iron inlays at the base of the slab, appears to offer the only readily discernible way to open the door. Attempt to open the massive door. You take hold of the small latch near the base of the slab and pull it. The warded door shudders, then begins to slowly swing inwards, revealing a broad, gloom-filled passage that has long been sealed shut. After swinging open only a few feet, the massive circular door, stone door begins to close. Good, it's good that it automatically closes behind me. Just hope I'm not trapped in there. Yeah, I'm sure I'll find some way out. We'll step into the dark passage before the door closes. With your trusted light source scattering the dense gloom that fills the board circular sloping passage you make your way down into the ancient ruins upon which the city of Pakura was long ago built 
We're standing at the foot of the broad circular corridor, leads up and out of these ancient lightless ruins, the vast labyrinth of crumbling streets, twisting gloom-filled passages, and dark, frigid, fathomless pews. Oh, this is a place few living eyes have ever beheld. These ruins are all that remain of a once grand civilization. This is believed to have thrived all along the shores of the Sundry, the dawn of the Age of Storms. Only the small pool of radiance cast by your light to ward off the silent dark that smothers the subterranean well. You find yourself recumbent by a profound, found and nagging sense of dread. Okay, now I can explore the wounds below Pakwa. Uh, time to click explore now. The ancient ruins beneath Pakwa are as perilous as they are mysterious. Only the very bulge dare to explore the crumbling streets and the twisting passages of this long-forgotten domain of shadow. Explore now. Your exploration of the wounds below Plaquefloor is suddenly interrupted by an encounter with a pair of ghouls. Okay, I shall fight them. They claw at me, but I bash them. I bash them into ghoul paste. You pause to catch your breath and check over your equipment following the defeat of the two ghouls. At last, certain you are no longer in any imminent danger here, you once again set off to resume your exploration. Let's keep exploring. Suddenly, your exploration comes from a abrupt halt when you spot a tall, hooded, black-twelled figure moving in and up in and out among several piles of nearby debris. With your every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. Within 15 yards of the figure, when it suddenly turns in your direction, revealing a fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of its robe. The haunting, hollow stare of the woe skeleton fills you with dread. The silent undead being, his bone hands clutching a small wooden chest, takes a single step towards you before turning off and moving off into the shadows. To making certain the skeleton is not going to immediately return, you once again move off to resume your exploration. Alright, I have a feeling I will meet that one again. It's a pair of skeletons. Yay! Now I have bone meal. Two skeletons. Your exploration, you explore the ruins below Pakraw for quite some time without discovering anything of any particular interest. Suddenly, you are make, as you're making your way along the edge of a vast field of debris, Deep within the ancient ruins, you suddenly become aware of the unmistakable and nerving sound of something large dragging itself across the ground. Instinctively, you press yourself up against one of the cracked columns of, of a collapsed structure and wait with bated breath as the sound draws closer. Only seconds later, you're forced to stifle an alarmed gasp as a massive, 
black-scaled serpent slides into view, less than twenty yards from where you're standing. The enormous reptile, easy, easily forty feet in length and nearly three feet in diameter, diameter raises its sleek but bulky head and allows its flickering tongue to taste the air. Then, with a shocking burst of speed, the massive serpent slivers off into the shadows and disappears from sight. Vowing to remain on your guard in these ancient ruins, you promptly resume your exploration. Explore some more. Suddenly, in the remote corner of the ancient ruins, amidst the toppled remains of four massive powers, Towers discover the skeletal remains of a chain-clad man. Owing to the tarnished decay that mars chain skirt and sleeves, and the general state of his fleshless remains, you estimate the unfortunate soul sprawled out on the rubber stone van. Ground before you has been dead for the better part of a year. After your initial search turns up nothing of any particular interest, you're about to abandon your efforts when you suddenly take notice of the gloves covering the skeleton's hands. You immediately take a closer look at the gloves and discover they are crafted to pieces of tattered wolf belt. Clumps of grey and black fur cover the pair of clue gloves. You quickly recognise these gloves to be similar to the tattered wolf pelt pieces you already possess. Recognising the possible importance of, your glo- of the gloves, you promptly take possession of them. Tattered wolf pelt gloves. One standard point. These tattered pieces of wolf pelt, covered with clumps of grey and black fur, have been crafted into a pair of crude gloves. Okay, once I've got the entire set of tattered wolf pelt stuff, I will be able to do something new in Fogborough Forest. Last, having completed your search of the dead man's remains, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the vast ruins beneath Pakwur. Keep exploring. Four ghouls. Yep, yeah. yeah, just a smack, just a ghoulish charnel house remains now. Explore. Yes, keep exploring. Suddenly, amidst the crumbling remains of several large structures near the entrance of the ancient ruins, you suddenly find yourself confronted by a large pack of giant rats. The black-haired rodents. Each as large as a tarn rat, squeak loudly upon catching sight of you, as the vicious creatures rush towards you. Their eyes begin to emit a bright silver glow. Okay, someone's someone's doing something magic here, with no hope about winning the first wave of rats. You draw yourself into a combat-ready stance and bravely prepare to face the onslaught. With countless numbers of the giant silver-eyed rats swarming over you from out of the surrounding darkness, you struggle to maintain your footing as you strike at the closest of the vicious vermin. Owing to the weight of the swarm now pressing against you from all sides, fleeing is not currently an option. I'm fighting a silver-eyed rat, one of many. The vicious silver-eyed rat tears at your flesh with its fangs and is slain. 2 XP. 
with his ghastly death shriek rising above the cacophony of his swarming kin. The vicious rat topples to the ground where it lands in a bloodied heap. Its glowing silver eyes flicker brightly before going dark. You quickly prepare to engage the next of the swarming rodents. With countless numbers of the giant silver-eyed rats swarming over you in current darkness, you struggle to maintain your footing as you strike out at the closest of the vicious vermin. Owing to the weight of the swarm press now pressing against you from all sides, fleeing is not currently an option. Two of many silver-eyed rats, the savage bite of your enemy, tears into your flesh for 17 damage. Oh, that's not very nice. Anyway, you are slain to XP. At last, deterred by your stalwart defence, the swarm of silver-eyed rats scatters into the shadows. Phew! I mean, if they'd all decided to attack, I would be in a bit of a sticky wicket. Especially if they all attacked at once. For several moments, you remain still, alone in the darkness, listening as there. Their ghoulish shrieks fade into the distance. A quick search in the immediate area turns up a small cache of items turned into a hook, turned, tucked into a nook in the surrounding wobbles. You immediately assume that this was the lair the rats were defending with such ferocity. Okay, only one thing worth taking. After making sure, making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you check over your equipment before once again setting off. Through the wounds beneath Pakur. Explore some more. Suddenly, in a field of debris, in a long forgotten section of the ancient ruins, you suddenly find yourself confronted by a large pack of tarn of giant rats, the black haired rodents, each as large as a tarn rat, squeak loudly upon catching sight of you as the vicious creatures rush forward, their eyes begin to emit a bright silver glow. With no hope of outrunning the first wave of rats, you draw yourself into a combat-ready stance and prepare to bravely face the onslaught. So it's the same as last time. There's a lot of rats, and I can't run away because there's too many rats. Two of many. Three of many. Right, these are a bit more courageous. Yes, the, the, these rats are made out of sterner stuff than the previous rats. Four of many. Okay, just four. Four is enough to get them to flee. Alright. A pretty mediocre loot drop. Two gold. Keep exploring. In a wobble choke down. Oh, more of the rats. Okay, I'm going to have to do something about all these rats. If I want to, you know, actually explore this place... Without getting constantly attacked by by trash trash XP rats. Alright, that's the fourth rat. Alright, and there we are. Four four rats slayed, the west run away. Terrible loot, one gold. Explore some more. In a in a damp, unusually warm section of the vast ruins. Discover a wide, dark pool. Okay. You've made a special note of this location. A dark pool of muck. You may return to it in the future whenever you explore the ruins below Pakura. 
You're standing a few yards back from the edge of a wide, dark pool of muck, deep in an unusually warm section of the ancient, sprawling ruins beneath Pacra. A jagged line of collapsed structures surrounds almost two-thirds of the pool, many of them rising out of the oozing muck. Approach the pool. As you approach the edge of the pool, the thick, crusting muck that covers its oozing surface begins to rise. Standing at the edge of the pool, your horror-sticking glaze fixes itself on the rotting figure, now clawing its way up and out of the pool of ooze, an ooze-covered ghoul, its rotting form lurching violently as it wades through the waist-deep muck, swiftly moves in your direction. The ghastly undead creature hisses ominously as it steps onto the solid ground at the edge of the pool. You fall back and draw yourself into a defensive stance as you prepare to engage one of the vicious, long-dead denizens of these ancient ruins. It's an ooze-covered ghoul. The vicious, muck-covered undead being swipes at you with its deadly claws. And is now slain. 5 XP. 64 XP to general. The hideous ghoul, its rotting form now mangled and tattered, staggers back and slinks into the, into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to weave. To maintain, you maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another rotting ghoul claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the waist-deep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steal yourself to face this vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. It's an ooze-covered ghoul. The hideous ghoul swipes at you in its watting claws. The vicious, muck-covered unbeing swipes you with its deadly claws. The hideous ghoul swipes at you with its watting clawed hands. Ooh, it's got two descriptions. Brutal stroke for ten damage. Uh, and it is slain. Six combat XP, 96 XP to general. The hideous ghoul, its rotting form, now mangled and tattered, staggers back and sinks into the pool. Pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to writhe. Maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another rotting ghoul claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the waist-deep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steal yourself to face this vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. It's an ooze-covered ghoul. The vicious, muck-covered undead being swipes at you with its deadly claws. Brutal stroke for nine damage. Okay, another brutal stroke. Slain. Six combat XP, 128 experience to general. Hideous ghoul, its wafted form now mangled in tatters, staggers back and sinks into the pool of mud. 
muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surf, several yards from the edge of the pool. Thick muck again begins to weave. You maintain your combat-ready stance as yet another watting ghoul claws its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the waist-deep pool. Hissing ominously as it draws towards you, you steer yourself to face this vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. It's another ooze-covered ghoul. Just gonna bash it quickly. Ooh, I just went into battle range. There's too many of you ghouls. Ah! Eight, eight combat XP, 160 XP to general. The hideous ghoul, swatting form, now mangled and tatters, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to weave. You maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another watting ghoul claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the wasted pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steel yourself to face this vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. It's yet another ooze-covered ghoul who swipes at you with his watting clawed hands. Do- Ooh, brutal smashes for your defences with a devastating blow for 24 damage. Well, I'm just going to have to hit it back, aren't I? Yes, keep hitting, keep hitting, keep, keep on hitting, and it is slain. 8 combat XP, 192 XP to general. Hideous gore, squatting form now mangled in tatters, staggers back and slinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from beneath the, beneath the dark oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to weave. Maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another watting gore claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze covered. Undead horror wades through the waist-deep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steel yourself to face the vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. It's another ooze-covered ghoul. Just gonna keep hitting, 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 hitting it with a mace. Until until it leaves my face alone. Nine combat XP, a hunt. 224 experience to general. The hideous ghoul, squatting form, now mangled and tatters, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. But is it gonna stay dead? Double dead? Undead? Whatever it is. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to wive. Maintain your combat-ready stance as you watch yet another watting ghoul claw its way out of the muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the waist-deep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. I guess I should just be lucky they're only attacking one at a time. You steel yourself to face this vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. 
is another ooze-covered gore. It's deadly claws and spotting clawed hands. Ooh, this used a devastating blow for a bit of damage. Ooh, and I went into battle weight. Seriously, enough ghouls slain. Ten combat XP. 256 experience to general. The hideous ghoul, his rotting form, now mangled in tatters, staggers back as it slinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Several yards from the edge of the pool, the thick muck again begins to wive. You maintain your combat where he stands, as you watch yet, a, yet another rotting ghoul claw its way out of the pool of muck. The ooze-covered, undead horror wades through the wake-steep pool, hissing ominously as it draws towards you. You steel yourself to face this vicious, long-dead denizen of the ancient ruins. It's a yet another ooze-covered gore. Is this... How many more can there be? The vicious, muck-covered undead being swipes at you with its deadly claws. Ooh, a devastating blow for 32 damage. After another, oh, a devastating blow for 26 damage. Stop with the devastating blows already. Okay. Ah, mm, mm, mm. And it is slain. To a lot of devastating blows. 11 combat XP. 288 experience to general. Okay, time to heal. The hideous ghoul, its rotting form, now mangled and tattered, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, oozing surface. Suddenly, oh, finally, it looks like they're finished. Two thousand and forty-eight experience to general. Whee! And 256 experience to all skills and powers. Nice. A strange gurgling sound fills the air. Instinctively, you drop back from the pool and draw yourself into combat where he stands. So you notice, however, that the edge of the oozing pool is rapidly receding. For several moments, you stand and watch as the pool of muck quickly vanishes disappearing into an unseen crevice at the bottom of the deep impression in which it sits. So, where did all the ghouls go? Did they, did they melt into ooze? So, so that's what this ooze is. It's some sort of necromant necromantic goop. Ooh, gross. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. I mean, I don't even. It's like something made by a necromancer who is as ambitious as he is incompetent. When at last only small, sat scattered puzzles of ooze remain, your eyes are drawn to a large stone hatch in the centre of the deep but empty basin. A close examination of the hatch reveals that it is not locked. After only a brief struggle with the weighty portal, you manage to open it and reveal a set of stone steps descending into darkness. Please note, 
If you choose not to descend the steps, you won't have any you won't have another opportunity to do so until this special encounter resets. Yep, so that's the rules. If I leave here now, I won't be able to go down these steps for a while. And when it and when it does reset, I'm gonna have to defeat all those ghouls again. And I won't get exact I won't get that bonus again, I'll get a smaller bonus. Still still nice. So it's still nice that this area is a grind pot grind spot worthy of consideration if all you want is general experience. So anyway, I'm gonna descend the steps with with your every sense alert for the first sign of danger. Cautiously make your way down the steps at the bottom of the empty basin. You're standing at the bottom of the stairs that lead up and out of the dark, damp lair. To north and south, the gloom-filled corridor plunges into darkness. Okay, your footsteps echo enormously as you cautiously make your way along the damp, dark passages the hidden lair below the empty basin. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to explore all of this. Yeah, northeast edge, southeast edge. Your exploration of the damp, dark lair beneath the stone hatch comes to an abrupt halt as a tall, staggering figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. Stinkingly draw yourself into a defensive stance as a hideous ghoul clad in a long tattered robe peers at the edge of your sight. Attack the woed ghoul! The woed ghoul moans as it stretches out its decayed, claw tipped fingers as it staggers forward to meet your attack. It's a woed ghoul. The woed ghoul swipes at you with its clawed hands. Oh, devastating blow! For 34 damage. Not good enough though. You are slain. 6 combat XP. With a low broken moan. The hideous ghoul collapses into a heap at your feet. You step back from the remains of the gruesome undead being. And spend the next several moments checking over your equipment. At last. When you're certain there is nothing else moving the passage. You once again prepare to exhume your exploration of this dark, damp lair. Alright. Oh, oh, it's another one. It's instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as a hideous ghoul clad in a long, tattered robe appears at the edge of the pool of light. Attack the robed ghoul. The robed ghoul moans and stretches out his decayed, tall-clipped fingers. As it staggers forward to meet your attack, it's another woed ghoul. Yes. Swipes with his clawed hand. Ah, you didn't get a devastating blow off that time. You did worse than the previous one. Ah. X4 XP. No, 7 XP. Which means this was a tougher one with a low, broken heart mode. Hideous ghoul collapse. Heap at your feet. You step back from the remains of the gruesome undead being and spend the next several moments checking over your equipment. At last, when you're certain there is nothing else moving in the passage, 
you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, damp lair. So, hmm, it's another one. So another world ghoul staggers forward and attacks. Ooh, a devastating blow, 32 damage, and another one for 27. And another one for 27. And it is slain. Seven combat XP. Okay. I'm just going to do a quick heal from those. Alright, onto the southwest corner. It's another world ghoul. It's a random encounter. It could have happened anywhere. Slashes. Ooh, devastating blow for 33. And then 25. And now it is slain. Another 7 combat XP. I will resume your exploration of this dark, damp lair. Okay, let's see. What's coming up now? Yep, there's still more to go. It's another robed ghoul has drawn near. Yes. Just gonna bashy bash 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 it. Oh, just it did one devastating blow for 25 damage. No real issue there. Nine combat XP. Ooh, it's getting, getting tougher and tougher. Alas, just certain there is nothing else. There's nothing else moving the passage. You once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, damp lair. Alright, let's keep going. There's still there's still more left, still more of these world ghouls to fight. Just not that many anymore, I don't think. That's why I'm not bumping into them as often. Because there's maybe only one or two left. As I know, once they're all slain, I'll be able to search this place and hopefully find something nice. Attack the robed ghoul. It has drawn close. Devastating blow for 29 damage. Swipes with its clawed hand. And oh, another devastating blow for 19 damage. And it is slain. Nine combat XP. Okay. Let's see. It's another, another world ghoul is drawn close. Attack the world ghoul. Ooh, this is that this is a six plus. Uh, they're getting close to as tough as I am. Swipes with his clawed hand. Devastating blow, 27 damage, and slain. Nine combat XP. Alright, there must, must be only a couple left, I think. Oh, it's another goat road ghoul drawing close. And this one. Oh, 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 look. Oh, it's, it's, it's a 14 plus to roll. So I'm going to summon someone dead to deal with this undead. Summon some more undead. 
Summon some more! An abysmal ghast! Oh, I never energy blast I do now. Unleash a powerful blast of never negative never energy at your foe for 38 damage. And then another one for 46. And then a final one for 52 damage. Slaying this foe. It has been slain. 10 combat XP. With a low, broken moan, hideous ghoul collapses into a heap at your feet. You step back from the remains of the gruesome undead being and spend the next several moments checking over your equipment. At last, when you're certain there is nothing else moving in the passage, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this damp, dark lair. Okay, I'm going to heal from that. Okay, if there's any more, I think I'm going to have to use the Wand of Dragonfire on them. Because, oh, it's another World Ghoul coming up. It's an 18 plus roll, so regular fighting won't help. Fortunately, I can use the Wand of Dragonfire. A deafening war fills the air. As a powerful breath of fire explodes from the tip of your iron wand, your energy is consumed by the ravaging flames, taking 170 points of damage. Now, to use the Waif Touch. Your Waif-like touch sends a deathly chill for your enemy for 37 damage, then 33 damage, and then 36 damage, while it does a devastating blow for 28 damage. And it is slain. 11 XP. Ooh, oh, there's still more to come, is there? Suddenly. Ah, looks like that's all of them. 1,024 experience to general. 256 experience to all skills and powers. Very, very nice. You're just about to move away along the dark corridor. When you spot something lying dust beneath the edge of the slain ghoul's tattered robe. Reach down and toss back the mouldy cloth. And are surprised to discover a stone amulet resting on the floor. The amulet, carved to resemble a frowning face, is attached to a thick silver chain. Certain as to either its valuable, value or possible importance, decide to take it with you. It's a frowning stone amulet. This small stone amulet, carved to resemble a frowning face, is attached to a thick length of silver chain. You found this amulet in the ruins beneath the city of Pankwar. The amulet now in your possession, you once again resume your exploration. And that is this one. This little, this little dungeon has now been cleared out, and I'm gonna leave it. Climb the stairs and leave the lair. Step out of the basin. Are you certain you wish to step out of the basin? Yep, yeah, that'll reset it, but I don't care. I've done what I need to do. 
step out of the basin. With no desire to climb down the steps beneath the hatch again, you quickly step out of the empty basin. As you reach the edge of the basin, a strange gurgling sound fills the air. Turn around to find that, that the oozing muck is now rapidly refilling the empty impression. In a matter of moments, that the dark pool of muck once again looks exactly as it did when you first discovered it. You're standing a few yards from the edge of a wide, dark pool of muck, deep in the unusually warm section of Packrock Raw. A jagged line collapsed to approach the pool. Nothing happens. Move away. Call off. I'm going to call off the exploration. Leave the ruins. Just going to west, west from that, west from all that. Right back to the Hall of Lords. Investigate the gallery. Attempt to open the door. Step into the door. Okay, now I can explore with all my magical powers restored. Yep. Nope, the only place I can return to is the Dark Pool of Muck. It's four ghouls. It's a ghoul group. They can follow a band. Yeah, just a single ghoul this time. Explore. Four ghouls. They claw at me. Which is very polite. Don't claw at people without permission. Unless you're a cat, in which case... You're not going to listen to what I say, because you're a cat, and you do whatever you want. It's a pair of greater witherers. The, wife, the weavers reach out to you. The withering touch of your enemy drains away your strength. Two points temporarily lost from your melee rating. Oh, that's terrible. And three points lost from my melee rating. Yeah. Good job it's so high, and it's temporary. Five XP. Pause to catch your breath and check over your equipment, following the defeat of the two greater winners. Alas, certain you're no longer in any intimate change here. You once again set off to resume your exploration. Two ghouls. Bash them. Nothing interesting that time. Suddenly, the exploration comes to a abrupt halt when you spot a tall, hooded, black-robed figure moving in and out of several piles of nearby debris. Through every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. You're within 15 yards of the figure, when it suddenly turns in your direction, revealing a fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of its robe. The haunting, hollow stare of the robe skeleton fills you with dread. The silent undead being, its bone hands clutching a small wooden chest, takes a few steps towards you before turning and moving off into the shadows. This is the second time you've encountered this robed undead figure. To making certain the skeleton is not going to immediately return, you once again move off to resume your exploration. Explore now. Suddenly. Oh, it's those, it's the rats again. 
Yes, they're just going to keep turning up until I deal with whatever's controlling all these rats and giving them magical power boosts. They tear up my flesh. Nope, nothing that good that time. Minor loot, 19 gold. Explore some more. Just a ghoul. A ghoul on its own. Explore. Five ghouls! Yes. It's a great number of ghouls. Two skeletons. Yes. Three skeletons. A skeletrio. Oh, it's those wats again. Yeah, I keep, I keep, 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 gotta keep bashing these wats. There is a way to deal with them. Should turn up soon. Three wats down. Okay, and they flee again. Apparently, whatever magic's controlling them isn't complete. Which is a good thing, really, for I mean, for, for everybody. Because, <laughs> I mean, if they had total control of the rats, I think Pacor would be dead. And, and then who would I turn in all my items for ATs to? Yes. Yes. Yes, that would be a bad thing. Also, you know, like, people dying. It's not, not a good thing. Yeah, it's well, it's a ghoul. Yeah, it's three ghouls. Okay, ghouls, are you getting sick of dying again? Four skeletons. Uh, nope, explore the wounds, find nothing. Two ghouls. Uh, uh, it's a skeleton! I check over my equipment and set off. 2 XP. The wounds don't find anything this time. Suddenly! Ooh, finally, something turns up. Your expression comes to an abrupt halt when you spot a tall, hooded, black-robed figure moving in and out among several piles of nearby debris. They were every scent alert for the first sign of danger. You creep closer to the swiftly wounded figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming through these ancient ruins. Within 15 yards of the figure, when it suddenly turns in your direction, revealing its fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of its robe, the haunting stare of the robed skeleton fills you with dread. The silent undead being, its bone hands clutching a small wooden chest steps towards you and assumes a defiant posture. In that instant, a dull red blow, glow appears in each of the skeleton's hollow eye sockets. Attack the robed skeleton. Fighting to overcome the sinister, the powerful aura of fear projected by the sinister undead sorceress, you rush forward and launch your attack. 
Now, this foe, it's a 18 plus roll. And it's got, uh, I think, more than a thousand health. Usually, that would be impossible or would require me, or would require days of waiting for the, the Wonder Dragonfire to recharge. But, since it's undead, you can use the Black Steel Axe to just instantly defeat it. Defeat any undead. Just, you have a chance. It's not very often, but it can happen. And it's so nice when it does. Black, okay, I'm fighting the Skeletal Mage. All right, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna go in defensive. You hack at your enemy with the black steel axe. The skeletal mage's eyes fly brightly as an intense wave of pain surges through your mind. Your mind feel, feels it's about to explode. Your head feels it's about to explode as your mind is assailed by the enemy's potent psionic attack. Yeah, I'm just fighting defensively. Alright, I'm gonna wait. Okay, I'm less than 50. Less than 50 health. I'm gonna flee. You have fled. You turn and flee deeper into the ruins, eager to leave the woe skeleton far behind. To nearly a, nearly a minute, you leap, lean up against the base of the toppled stone column to catch your breath. Much to your relief, the menacing undead being is nowhere to be seen. Without further delay, you quickly check over your gear, for once again, setting off to resume your exploration. Okay, gonna... Heal from that. Re-equip my mace. Yep, some. Oh, it's the wax again. Yeah, something is controlling all these wax. Second wax. I'm gonna have to deal with this. I mean, it's making it take longer before I re-encounter that skeleton. Who I do want to deal with. For reasons. Alright, these wats are defeated. Eight gold. Equipment not even worth looking at. Explore some more. Nope, nothing. Nope, nope. Keep two skeletons. Two skeletons. Are these the skeletons of the people who lived in the city? Or is it just something that happens if, if, if any... Any building is ruined, is ruined for long enough. Skeletons just turn up. I mean, I mean, we all know there's all these incompetent necromancers just raising people left and right and then getting killed by them. So there are some skeletons. There are going to be a lot of skeletons just wandering around. And I guess they fall down a hole and end up in the ruins. <laughs> like that. Because they're too dumb to stay dead. 
toggles. Maybe they fell in. Or maybe this was, you know, like one of those defensive procedures. You know, if you've got, got something you don't want stolen, just find some corpses, wig them to go to life if anyone sets something off. And got with all the ruining and stuff, they've all been set off. And now all these security ghouls and security skeletons are just wandering around suddenly. Something has turned up now. As you're making your way along the edge of a vast field of debris deep within the ancient ruins, suddenly you become aware of the unmistakable unnerving sound of something large dragging itself across the ground. Instinctively, you press yourself up against one of the cracked columns, collapsed structure, and wait with bated breath. As, as the sound draws near, only seconds later, you're forced to stifle an alarmed gasp as, as a massive black-scaled serpent spreads, leaps into view less than 20 yards from where you're standing. The enormous reptile, nearly 40 feet in length and nearly 3 feet in diameter, raises his sleek but bulky head and allows its flickering tongue to taste the air. Then, with a shocking burst of speed, the massive serpent slivers off into the shadows and disappears from sight. This is your second sighting of the fearsome serpent, found to remain on your guard in these ancient ruins. You promptly resume your exploration. Keep exploring. Ooh, three ghouls. Ah, uh, oh, it's those rats again. Just going to bash them. It's the same text you got the first time. Yeah, it's just, yes, there is a way to deal with these rats. Rat number four. Will they run away now? And yes, they do. They do. No matter what magic you can do, you can't make rats be brave enough. Brave enough to keep fighting after you've slain four of them in seconds. The skeleton. Yeah. Alright. Alright, so there's rats again. Now, after this, I'm going to pause until we get something new that isn't the rats. Something that isn't the random combat, the rats, or nothing. It might be that skeleton again. It might be that snake once more. Okay. Gonna pause until something turns up. Suddenly. Exploration comes to a butt halt. And you spot a tall, hooded, black robed figure moving in and out among several piles of nearby debris, with every sense alert for the first sign of danger. First sign of danger, you creep closer to the swiftly moving figure, eager to get a better look at who or what is roaming these ancient ruins. Within 15 yards of the figure, when it suddenly turns in your direction, revealing a fleshless face tucked inside the bulky black hood of a robe, the halting stare of the robed skeleton fills you with dread. The silent, undead being 
its bone hands clutching a small wooden chest, steps towards you and assumes a defiant posture. In an instant, a dull red glow appears in each of the skeleton's hollow eye sockets. Attack the wove skeleton. Fighting to overcome the powerful awe of fear projected by the sinister undead sorcerer, you rush forward and launch your attack. Once again, I'm using the black steel axe, opening just to have the axe deal with it. Ooh, potent psionic attack makes my head feel like it's going to explode. And uh, that I think that's about that's a bad thing. Okay, it's got me down to thirty-nine stanima. Gonna flee. Gonna fled. And alright, pause until something turns. Oh, here he is again. Attack the world being. Skeletal rage. Oh no. Oh yeah, I forgot to uh, I forgot to equip the Dax Axe. No point fighting it this time. Okay. Heal from that. Pause once. Suddenly. Oops, it's that mage again. Max Axe. Attack. Begin combat. Alright. Come on, Black Steel Axe. You can do it. You can do it. Or maybe you can't. It's a bit luck based. But it'd be very satisfying. Nope, not that time. Oh, I'm just going to keep that equipped. That Black Steel Axe, because I'm plenty strong enough to deal with everything in here. Ooh. While exploring an area marked by dozens of towering heaps of rubble and debris, you certainly spot a dark opening at the base of one of the nearby collapsed structures. You've made a special note of this location, a lair of what, and may return to it in the future whenever you explore the ruins below Pakwur. You're standing in the midst of several massive piles of rubble, the towering heaps of debris, once grand structures that dominated the heart of this ancient place, appear to have collapsed suddenly, like the result of some great calamity. Hmm, yeah, that would probably explain all the undead too, because, you know, people who died but didn't have, presumably, whatever rites that people perform in this place to stop people popping up as skeletons and eating their... And eating their, and eating their relatives, which really does sour the mood. At the base of one of the two toppled structures, partially obscured from view by two cracked columns, is a dark opening leading down into a broad tunnel. Sharp, damp outcroppings of stone jut out from the series of openings at odd intervals. Finding a makeshift ladder by which you may make your way down the hole. An overwhelming sense of decay rises out of the opening. Climb down into the dark hole. Mm. 
You know what? Hmm. That looks like it's a full... Looks like it's an adventure in its own way down there. And we've nearly hit an hour, so... I think we'll do that in the next episode. Leave the ruins. Leave the gallery. Leave the Hall of Lords. West. Now, one thing I can do... While I'm here... Visit Timicliff and, sh and, f and sell him the Frowning Stone Amulet. Use. The moment you reveal the Frowning Stone Amulet, Timicliff's eyes widen and he steps forward to closely examine the item. Very interesting, he says, turning the amulet over in his hand as he studies for more ambles. How do you end up with this? Well, I suppose I'd rather not. No, fine piece, though. Timbercroft immediately offers to purchase the amulet from you. He tells you he'll give you eight adventurer tokens for it. Well, for it. Well, of course. I mean, if I sold the demon scourge for eight adventurer tokens, this amulet that doesn't do anything, definitely going to sell it for that much. Sell the amulet. Alright, I got my eight adventurer tokens. Timokhev hands you eight adventurer tokens. Smiles broadly as he takes possession of the frowning amulet. Well, I must thank you. This is truly something I'm proud to own. Though I suspect I'll find someone interested in taking it off my hands soon enough. You spend several minutes speaking to Timokhev, during which time you tell him your name. Well, Zoop, he says, as you prepare to set off in your way. I again thank you. And if you come across anything else I might like to see, bring it in. There we are. And that... It's okay. Back to the main city page. Save. And next time... Next time we'll do the depth layer of what? And just repeatedly wail on that skeleton until the black steel axe finally does the thing and then there's something about that snake as well. well we'll have to deal with that big old snake too and I think that that will cover everything everything in the ruins below Pakura well all the fun stuff anyway I mean I mean, there's architecture to look at, and probably a lot of archaeology to do, but Zoop isn't trained to do archaeology, so he can't do that. And it's, too, it's really, really dark, so you can't look at your architecture. So next time, down the ruins again. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.